0: Up next, a message from Victory Life Church of Milton. Jesus calms the storm. That's what we're talking about today. Jesus calms the storm. Anybody need that? (laughs) Search your hearts, man. I hope everything's going good with you. Um, But whatever you're going through, I've got some good news for you today. So Jesus calms the storm. We're coming to you at Luke 8 in verse 22. One day Jesus said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that, a boat, so that the boat was being swamped and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters. The storm subsided, and all was calm. Where is your faith? He asked his disciples. In fear and amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him. That's, that's good, guys. That is so good. Matter of fact, we can just go ahead and call it a day if y'all want. Um, now, let's pray. Father God, we love you. We praise you, Lord. Thank you that your will is going to be done in this service, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing in this house. Thank you, Father, that we're going to receive this message, that what needs to be said will be said, Lord. And we will receive it, and we will walk in it, Lord. Thank you for those breakthroughs that are coming in our lives, Lord. Thank you for that suddenly, Lord, that's coming in our lives, Lord. And let us be an expectant people for what you want to do in our lives and in our homes, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that we know that you are a big God. And we are trusting in you, and we're giving it all to you. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray, amen. Luke 8 and verse 22. I'm excited. I'm excited about this, guys. I hope that you're expecting this morning. Raise your hands if you just want to really get through this so you can go do whatever you had planned. Okay. Thank you for your honesty, Brother David. We need more honesty in the church. But but this is is a good, good message, man. I'm not saying I'm going to kill it. I'm not going to say I'm going to slam dunk it. I probably am. But but what I'm saying, man, is if, if we... Apply this, man. If we get into this and stand on it, man, we got good stuff ahead for us. Amen? Okay, so anyways, Luke 8 and verse 22. One day he got into a boat with his disciples. Every good story should start off like that. One day he got into a boat with his disciples. Okay, listen, man. Wherever you're at in your life, wherever you're going, whatever you're going through, listen, you're not alone. I'm not alone. You're not alone. Mike, you're not alone. If you belong to Jesus, you're not alone. Who's in the boat with you? That was a question. That was like a legitimate question. Jesus is in the boat with you. Okay. Now, okay, you might have your buddies with you. You might have your neighbor with you it doesn't matter who you got with you god is with you if you belong to him he's not going to leave you amen let me read this hebrews 13 and verse 5 keep your life free from the love of money can i get a witness keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have he said okay so let's not get sidetracked let's not get a, um let's not get tempted and drawn away by what this world has to offer, amen? God has some things He wants to do in our life. God has some things He wants to do in our lives. He wants to do through us and He wants to do for us, amen? Are you all with me this morning? God wants to do some stuff. Okay, let's not get sidetracked or pulled away by what you think this world has for you. None of that stuff is going to satisfy you, amen? Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have that's not a bad thing to do right what god's telling us to do be content with what you have does that mean i can't dream or i can't set goals no 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 you can do all that stuff amen you can go to college you can save up your money you can work hard you can do all this awesome stuff are you with me this morning but god says well it says in first john uh dear children beloved something like that keep yourselves from idols Okay, that's a big thing, man. Don't let anything become more important to you than God. Amen? So we're on this journey. God wants to do some things for us. God wants to do some things with us. Amen? Let's not get sidetracked. Amen? Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you had, for he said. This is the big thing, guys, because you might be in a rough place right now. You might be going through a hard time. You might be ready to give up, okay? You might just be ready to throw in the towel saying, you know what, I'm not going to be able to accomplish this stuff. I thought one day I'd be able to do this, but no, I'm too old. My back hurts, whatever. Nobody loves me. I'm all alone. <laughs> Listen, man, who's in the boat with you? Yes. There we go. Jesus is in the boat. Okay, this is it. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You see that? There's all these other distractions, all these other things that we, we can chase. They're not going to lead you to nowhere good. Amen. Don't get caught up in that business, amen? But remember this. If you belong to Jesus, amen, you're in the family. He's with you. So if you're in a tough spot this morning or you're kind of freaking out about what's going on next week, you don't know what's going on in your life, God is with you, amen? And he ain't going to leave you. So give him some praise. Thank you, Jesus. One day he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go across to the other side. Let us go across the other side of the lake. Okay, that's really, really cool, man. God has some stuff for us to do. Isn't that cool? Isn't that exciting? Okay, God has some stuff for little old Victory Life Church to do. Okay, God has some stuff for Sister Claudia, Brother Dwayne. There's some things that God wants to do in us and through us and for us. Amen, He wants us to be a blessing. He wants to use us. Now here's the awesome, wonderful part about that, is God has some plans for us, OK? So we can be excited about that. We don't have to worry about how we're going to get there. We need to do everything in our power to get there. you know what I'm saying? But listen, man, listen to this. My God is with me, OK? He might ask me to do some crazy stuff. I might find myself in a really scary situation. Anybody been in like a real scary situation the last six months, eight months, nine months, a year? Well, guess what, man? If you belong to Jesus, he's with you. Amen? And that's a big thing. That's an awesome thing because he's active. He's active in our storm. He wants to be that present help in time of trouble. Amen? All right. Thank you, Jesus. One day he got into the boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they went. Okay, so God's asking us to do some stuff. God has some plans for us. But you're not going to go across the lake alone. Isn't it awesome? Isn't that rad? And as they, as they sailed, he fell asleep. That's my favorite part of this little story. When I was younger, I, I didn't like sleep. I didn't really care about sleep. I knew it was something necessary, but I fought it, didn't dig it, wasn't worried about it. I'd sleep when I got older. But, man, as I get older, there's, I don't think there's anything more precious than sleep. Yeah, it is the most wonderful thing you can do is kind of sneak off in the back room and just fall asleep. And I done figured out, you know, a while back, if I can go and sneak into the back room and fall asleep before Rachel finds me, most of the time she'll let me stay asleep. Not every time, but a lot of the time. Anyways, sleeping's nice, right? But that's not here. Her. We're not going to talk about that, not too much. Okay, now check this out. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. This is so important because you know this, that a big storm is on the way for these disciples, right? It's about to get really, really crazy for these disciples. Okay, but guess guess what? The Most High God, Jesus, the Messiah, is sleeping. Jesus is fully aware that a storm is about to hit your life. Jesus knows that you're in the middle of a storm. Jesus knows what you're going through. He knows what's right around the corner for you. But see, He loves you very, very much. So it's not that He's not concerned. He's just at total peace about what you're going to go through. He sees the end from the beginning. Does that make sense this morning? He knows the decisions you're going to make. And guess what, man? (laughs) He's right there with you. He's in the boat. He's in the boat with you through this storm. Okay, so here he is crossing the, the big uh, sea, the big lake here, and he's, he's sleeping. He's sawing logs, man. Isn't that awesome? He's not stressed out about what's about to happen to the disciples. He might even be a little excited about it. He might be, uh, you know, hearing the thunder roll off in the distance, like, oh, this is about to get real good. And he falls asleep. You know what I mean? He knows what you're going through too, man. And he's not freaking out about it. You might be freaking out about it, but we don't have to freak out about it. You know, we get stressed out. We get wound up so tight when really the, the Lord says, you know what? Hey, check it out, ma'am. We're on this journey, but I'm right here with you. Amen. We're going to get through the other side. I'm with you. So just have peace because I'm cool with it. I know how it's going to work out. And we don't know how it's going to work out, but we know it's going to work out the best way. You know what I mean? It might not work out exactly the way you want it to work out, but it's going to work out the best way. Amen? So give him some praise. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. And the uh, Dwayne, I picked this out for you because it has to do with a boat and fishing. They're not fishing, but I can imagine that they brought some poles just in case. Just in case. There's always that one guy in the bunch that's looking for the opportunity to, right? I'm playing. I'm playing. I just thought about that. Lord, help us all. And as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the lake. Now, you guys heard this a whole bunch before. You know that this region and this area was notorious for storms just coming out of nowhere and hitting this place, and crazy little storms would happen over here. Okay, well, some of these guys in this boat, man, they were expert fishermen dudes. You know what I mean? They made their living on the water. But here comes this storm out of nowhere, and all the disciples, not just Judas, not just Doubting Thomas. You know, can you imagine? Settled. <laughs> Doubting Thomas, man. Just chill out, bro. <laughs> chill out. They don't call me Doubting Thomas for nothing. No. Uh, everybody's freaking out, man. The expert fishermen, people that make their living on the water, they're all scared to death, man. So we could be in a bad situation, and, and it could be getting worse and worse and worse. Like, man, you know what? I am a disciple of Jesus. I love the Lord. I go to church. I put a fiver in the offering plate. I do this, you know. Man, I love you, Jesus. And I'm trying to trust in you. But you know what? It's getting worse and worse and worse. And it's scary, man. Raise your hands if life can get kind of scary sometimes. Uh Uh-huh. That's pretty much all of us, man. Life can get pretty stinking scary sometimes. But guess what? Who's in the boat with you? That's right. So he may ask us to go through some crazy stuff, and we may be dealing with some crazy stuff that we caused ourselves. You know what I mean? We may be dealing with the consequences of our own actions, doing things we shouldn't have done. You know what? But guess what? God is right there with us. Amen? Amen. He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He says, we're going to use this for something good. We're going to take these ashes, and we're going to make something real pretty out of it. You know what I mean? And as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling... And they were filling with water and were in danger. Okay, so the boat's about to, uh, well, that's pretty self-explanatory, isn't it? The boat's filling up with water. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, we got that part, Paul. You can see. We got it. We get it. Boat's getting, yeah, okay. Okay, but they're freaking out, man. You know what I mean? It's pretty scary. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. Oh, this is so good. This is in my office, and this is one of my life verses right here, and you guys already know it, but we're going to go through it together. Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Who knows the plan? The Lord Lord knows the plan. So you're in a scary situation right now or you don't know what's going on, but guess what? God's with you, and He knows what's going on. You know what I mean? So we can put our trust in Him. That's what we're supposed to do, man. You know, we don't know how we're going to get from one side to the other of this journey that we're on. But God says we're going to get through it. So trust in me. Amen. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. Because sometimes it can feel like, you know, like, hey, uh, are you messing with me? Are you picking on me? Am I the only guy you don't really like around here, Jesus? You know what I mean? Not like that at all. God's reminding you I've got a good plan for you. Plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. That's a wonderful little promise right there for believers. You know what I mean? Life's hard. Life is scary sometimes. But God has a plan for me. And, you know, he says, I've got a future planned out for you. You don't know how it's going to work out. But you can be excited about it. Be hopeful. Be expectant, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wonderful. Amen. So, we're in the sinking boat, man. It's getting scarier. It's getting worse. Whatever you're going through, man, remember, hey, God's with me. Give him some praise. God's with me. And he's got a plan. And it's a good plan. Luke 8 and verse 24. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And all God's people said, Master, Master. Okay. Say it faster this time. No, don't. You don't have to. And they went and woke him, saying, Master, Master. So Jesus is sleeping, man. He's sawing logs. He's, he's totally cool. He's totally content with what's going on, man. Boat's rocking. I mean, he's probably getting wet, but he's still sleeping, you know? I mean, the boat is filling up with water. He's like, oh. Yeah. He's still sleeping, though. And they go, well, wake him up. That's a good thing, man. You know what I mean? God is with you. He's in the boat with you. And the disciples get some flack for that, for going to wake up Jesus and, Master, Master, I think it's awesome. I think it's wonderful. Listen, man, run into the arms of the Lord during these trying, scary times. Amen? You need Him, and He wants to be part of the situation. He wants to be there with you. He wants to be active in your storm because you, you don't have to wake Him. You don't have to say, Jesus, I need you. You can go the other way you can try and do it on your own, and it's not going to work out. You know what I mean? But I believe with all my heart God has some plans for this church. And it's not for this church to dwindle up. God has some big plans for this little old church. We don't know how it's going to happen. And sometimes it gets kind of scary. You know, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't have a clue how this is going to work out. I don't know when this is going to work out. But I know God's with us. Amen. And we need to run to him and not fight amongst ourselves or not try and do it on our own, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Run to the most high God. Like when, when the, uh, there was this thing a while back, man, where little Gracie, well, I think she's kind of grown out of this. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But like a truck will come down the road, like a big truck will come down the road, and it doesn't matter where she would be at, man, she would burst out of that room and run and grab a hold of me and, like, hold my legs, like, Daddy, Daddy. all guys, people say, Daddy. (laughs) She'd grab a hold of me because she was scared of the truck, and she knew that whatever was going on, that Daddy would take care of her. You know what I mean? Me, I wasn't sweating it. I was like, you're going to make me spill these eggs or whatever. You know, I wasn't sweating it, but it made me feel good that she ran to me because I knew that, you know, That truck was just a truck, and all things are fine. It's gonna be okay. But Gracie needed that assurance, and she ran into my arms. And guess what? I tried to give her peace and I hold her and love on her because I love it. I love it when she would run to me. You know what I mean? That's the best part of being a daddy when little babies run to you, like. "Mm." So, anyways, whatever's going on, man, run into the arms of the Most High God. Don't go the other way. All right? That's what the disciples do. Wake up, master, master, master. And they know if anybody can do something about the situation, it ain't them. This is too big for them. Even the ones that made their living on the water. Like this is, I've been through some storms, Peter, but I ain't never been through one like this. You know? So they wake up the master. They wake up the Lord. That's what I'm saying this morning. Don't go through it alone. Wake up the Lord. Amen. Give them some praise. And they went and woke saying, Master, Master, we are perishing and he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves. And they ceased, and there was calm. Ain't not that good? Yeah. Psalm 23 and verse 1. Let me read this real fast to you guys. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. It's a little tiny verse. We all know it, and there's a whole bunch of verses after that. Well, let's talk about that for one tiny little second. The Lord is my shepherd. He is my leader, okay? He's in the boat with me. He said, let's go across the lake. Okay? So, there's no place that our God is going to ask us to go. He's not going to allow us to go through anything that He has not already signed off on. You know what I mean? So, He's allowed us to be in this situation, whatever it is. Amen? He's got some big plans for us. And it ain't always easy to accomplish these big plans. But we need to trust in the Lord. We need to be obedient to the Lord. We don't need to do it on our own strength. And no... That God signed off on this, whatever it is, and the shepherd leads from the front. Isn't that awesome? Everybody likes leaders that lead from, ex- from the front, lead from example, amen, that, are, that, are, that have already been there, amen, that are willing to get involved in the same things, you know what I mean? Not just telling you to do something, but they know how it is, and they've been there, and they're willing to do it with you, amen? So that's our God. He's our shepherd, and he provides for us, amen. And he comforts us, and he leads us, and he, uh, uh, what else, he he, uh, corrects us too, you know. And we don't like that part, but he does. So he's with us. He's the awesomest dad in the world, the best dad in the whole wide world. Amen. Can I get a witness to that one? Psalm 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That's what little David said. That's what King David said, you know. The Lord is my shepherd. I don't really have to worry about anything. I don't particularly like the situation I'm in. I don't really like the job I have right now. I don't really like the fact that I don't have a job right now. I don't like the fact that, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. I don't like what the doctors have been saying about me. I don't like the fact that my mama says I'm putting on too much weight and I need to stop eating. <laughs> but there might be some truth. No, i <laughs> But you see what I'm saying, right? Whatever you're going through, he's in the boat with you. Amen? He's not going to leave you or forsake you. He's got some awesome big plans for you. Amen? Now let's let him be our shepherd because that's what, that's what we signed up for. Amen? Sometimes we don't get the blessing. Sometimes we don't get the provision that we think we got coming to us because we're not really letting him be our shepherd. He's saying go this way. And he's marching this way, and we're that little sheep that's like, I'm going over here. The grass looks greener over the cliff. You know what I mean? (laughs) And we do that. This is something I'm about to bestow upon you, beloved, some wisdom that I have gathered from my experiences in trials and storms and adversity. And all God's people said adversity. What I always want to know when I'm going through something, and you may, you may agree with this, you may not, uh, is that when life gets really, really hard and things aren't making sense, the number one thing I want to happen is I want it to be done with. I want to get out of it. You know what I mean? I'm like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is storms, trials, would be a whole bunch easier if I knew, okay, at this time, in this place, everything was going to fall back into place. Everything was going to be all right because then we can just grin and bear it and get through it. And we can make plans. Well, if, I, if this works out and then this works out and duh, 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 if everything's cool, then maybe, maybe I'll be able to keep my house or something like that. You know what I mean? Okay, well, we don't know how these things are going to end, but we know they're going to end good. We're going to end the way the Lord wants it to. Amen? And the whole time, he's just, he's just, He's loving on us. We don't experience that love sometimes because we don't run into his arms. But he has peace for us. He, he actually, not only did he pay, not only did he pay for our salvation, but remember, he paid for us to have peace. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. So he paid for me to have peace during my trials, during my storms. Yes, I have peace of my salvation. I know where I'm going when I'm, when I'm going to die. Amen? But I can also and should have peace through my storm, whatever it is. You know what I mean? So anyways, beloved, look down here at 1 Samuel 17 and verse 37. It's right there on your monitor here, coming to you out of the NIV. This is David. David's a cool guy, one of my favorite guys out of the Old Testament. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Here's David talking to King Saul. And King Saul's like, Woo, I don't know, man, you're just a little guy. I don't know if you can go down there and face the giant, you know, but yeah, no one else is going to do it. You know what I mean? I don't got nothing to lose, man. I ain't going down there. And Saul should have took care of Goliath a long time ago if you read your Bible." Shouldn't have been the problem it was. But anyways, that's another sermon, right? So here's this little guy who's got some massive faith in the Most High God. So listen, God has some plans for you, and times get scary. But you know what? We can look back. We don't know how. We don't know when it's going to stop. We don't know when we're going to get that pay raise. We don't know when we're going to get the lawn mowed. We don't know how some of this stuff's going to work out. But we know it's going to work out the best way. Amen. We don't know when it's going to shut off, but I'm trusting in God. And if I look back, I can see where my God has been faithful to me in the past. You know what I mean? Hey, he never left me. He never forsaked me when I was going through this hard time back in college. He never left me. He never forsake me when I went through this hard time because I did something stupid. He's right there with me. Amen. He's been faithful. I fought a bear once, and I won because Jesus won. And I fought a lion, and it all worked out. So here's this giant. I ain't never faced a giant before. But I have faced a lion, and i faced a bear, and it worked out because I'm trusting in the most high God. So by the time David gets to fight Goliath, he ain't worried at all, man. He's not worried at all. Man, my God is good. He's going to work it out. It's going to work out. So I'm going to go down there and do this because I belong to God. Amen? Okay. First Samuel 17 and verse 37. The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. That's pretty bold. That's a bold statement. It's even bolder when he goes down and faces that Philistine. You know what I mean? Okay. Saul said to David, Go. You might as well go. Ain't no one else going to do it. Go ahead. Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. Well, that's good, Saul, that you say that because the Lord is in the boat with me. The Lord is going to go with me. He's not going to leave me or forsake me. He's with me. He's got a plan for my church. He's got a plan for my family. Amen. He's got a plan for my job. He is going to go with me. You know what I mean? And he doesn't, you know, Saul didn't really have any faith in David. He was like, "Mm, I don't know, kid. Mm, Go ahead. May God be with you. But David knew where he was putting his faith. You know what I mean? He knew his God wasn't going to let him down. So that's pretty much what I'm trying to say is God's not going to let you down. I don't know if it's going to work out the way exactly you want it to, but I know it's going to work out awesome, and God's going to get some awesome glory, and you're going to get some awesome growth. Amen? So how do you think this thing's going to work out, man? The disciples are on the boat. Jesus is sleeping. They wake him up. Storm's going on. I haven't read. I, I never finished reading this, so it's a... Somebody help me out. Do do they make it across to the other side, or is this the end of the Bible? Is this the end of the story? Is this it? They sink? They drown? Well, it was good while it lasted. No, it works out, man. It gets pretty scary, and you might feel like, hey, we're perishing here. Don't you understand what I'm going through? I know you're taking good care of the people across the aisle from me. I know they're doing fine, but me at my house, we're perishing right now. It ain't looking good. He knows. He knows and he's with you. Amen. Run into his arms. Get that peace. Keep trusting in him. Don't get in the flesh. Obey the word of God. Don't do it on your own. And get ready to be blessed. Amen. Amen. He said to them, where's your faith? Now, look, man, that's not really like a rebuke, rebuke. That's more like a, a tender thing. Where's your faith? Where's your faith? So, like Jesus is asking the disciples, let's all ask ourselves right now, where is my faith? You know, with, with my family, with, with my prodigal son, with, with uh, my finances, who am I really trusting? in? Am I, am I really, really trusting in God? Or am I just making a bunch of noise and griping and complaining and being all stressed out? Because we can't have that peace. Like I said, we can have peace in some really, really scary times. You know what I mean? We need to know these things that my God is with me. And we need to stand on that. Does that make sense this morning? Yeah. So let's ask ourselves. I mean, you don't have to verbally say it. You can if you want to. But where's our faith? Who are we trusting in? Are we really trusting in God for everything? Because you're probably trusting in Him for your salvation. You're probably trusting in Him that, hey, you know what? I get to go to heaven when I die, and that's awesome. But are you trusting in Him to heal this situation that you're in? Are you trusting in Him to make a way where there is no way? Because he sure can. You know what I mean? So give him some praise. And he said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and they marveled. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? They thought they were going to die a few seconds ago, but now they're in the boat with Jesus and, like, wow, Jesus said, Peace be still, and everything's still. This is scary. Wow. No, listen, ma'am, sure, this guy, the Messiah, I believe he's the Messiah. He can uh, heal the sick. He can cast out demons, but control the elements? Huh. I didn't know he could do that. Jesus, I never knew. I never knew you could do the thing like that. I didn't know this. That's awesome. All God's people said that's awesome. Look, man. <laughs> Your problem, whatever it is, it ain't too big. It ain't too small. The God that we serve can control the wind and the seas. He can stop your storm. He can stop your trial right now. But there might be something he's trying to teach us through this. He might be trying to show us that, hey, I can take care of everything in your life. Put all your faith in me. There's no need for you to be stressed out. You do what you can do. Okay, but where you can't do, where, where, where it requires something bigger than you, you best be trusting in me because we can do all kinds of awesome things together. Amen? He said to them, where is your faith? And they were afraid and they marveled, saying to one another, who then is this that he commands even the winds and the water and they obey him? Isn't that awesome that, that we serve a real God? Isn't that awesome, Rick? Isn't that awesome, Mr. Merrill, that we're not just following some weird philosophy, you know, or something that somebody told us a long time ago? Um, but we actually belong to the family of the Creator of the universe, and He loves us. You know what I mean? And He He has He is sovereign. He knows what you're going through, and He is in complete control. Amen. He's not going to give you more than you can handle. Second Peter verse one. I mean, Second Peter chapter one and verse three. His divine power. See, He's sovereign. He's in control. He's not lacking in any power. Amen. His divine power. Has granted to us who? His children. Us. His divine power has granted to us all things. Everyone say, all things. Well, I don't know. Everyone say, I don't know, Pastor Paul. I don't this is a pretty hairy situation here. Oh. It doesn't (laughs) I wish y'all would have tried to do that. Um It doesn't matter, man. Trust in God. He's a big God. Amen? His divine power has granted us to all things that pertain to life and godliness. Man, if I was one of those preacher, preacher, preachers right now, I'd be so excited because I am really excited. I don't know how to express it. I kind of want to knock some stuff around. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on up here. I'm on, no, I'm playing. <laughs> Listen, man, God just said, if you're in the family, if you put your trust in me, guess what? You're not going to lack in anything. Well, I don't know. My house is pretty lacking. No, no, no. He's going to take care of you. Trust in Him. Trust in Him. It's getting scary. Like the disciples that said, oh, we're perishing. They thought they were done for. They thought they were dead. And they're like, Jesus, don't you care? Don't you care that I'm, that I'm perishing? You know, I used to be a tax collector. Things were going all right. And then I started following you, and I'm about to drown in this lake. You know what I mean? People liked me. I had a lot going on. I had money in the bank. Things were looking all right. Now I'm hanging out with these fishermen and Judas, always trying to grab my wallet. All this stuff doesn't matter what you're going through. Trust in the Most High God. Amen. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Wow, there it is again. Everything that we need for this life and to live a godly life, everything we need, God has for us. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that great? Let's continue. Through the knowledge of Him who called us to His own glory and excellence. Hey, He called you. He handpicked you. He he granted you life. He created you. And He said, you know what? You're part of a fallen creation. But you know what? I love you so much. I'm going to save your soul because I want you to spend all eternity with, with me. But you want some of these bennies? You want some of these benefits? You want some of this good stuff? Everything you need? You want some of this provision? Get to know me. Get to know me. Get to experience how faithful I am. The more we get to know him, the the more we get to love him, the more we get to trust in him, the more he proves himself faithful to us. Amen? So anyways, guys, thank you, Jesus, for blessing these folks, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that we won't grow weary in doing good, Lord. Thank you that we'll be about your business, Lord, and that we're going to trust in you, Lord, because we know that you have big plans for our homes and for our jobs and for our families, Lord. And for this church, Lord, in this community, Lord, let us be about your business. Let us put you first, Father God. Thank you for healing in our bodies and healing in our hearts and healing in our homes, Lord. We love you and praise you in Jesus' wonderful, precious name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this message from Victory Life Church. Go to VictoryLifeChurchOfMilton.com for more, and may God bless you.